This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It is Friday, January 22nd, 2021, and good morning, I'm Chris Lawrence. We're getting your day started with all you need to know in West Virginia, and we begin with a check on that forecast for the Mountain State. Going to be a fairly quiet weather day for the state, with the exception of a chance for some snow in the northeastern mountains. Tranquil as high pressure sets in for the weekend for the rest of the state. We'll check that full forecast in a few minutes. Time now to get an update on what's been happening across West Virginia. At the Metro News Anchor Desk this morning is Shauna Johnson. Shauna, good morning. Good morning. The investigation into the December deaths of six people, five of them kids, and a house fire in Greenbrier County is now closed. Greenbrier County Sheriff Bruce Sloan says 25-year-old Oriana Myers used a shotgun to kill the children, three of them her own, shooting them in the head before setting the family's home in the Williamsburg area on fire and then killing herself. Obviously, we can't determine why Oriana Myers chose to end the lives of five children and then take her own life. However, through all the facts and evidence obtained during this investigation and all the information that's been acquired, that is what we concluded did occur. The kids ages seven, six, four, three, and one. Sheriff Sloan says Myers left several notes confessing to the murders and indicated she was dealing with mental illness. Mental health is serious, she wrote. This is no one fault but mine. My demons went over me and there's no going back. So sorry I wasn't strong enough. Little was left of the home after the fire on December 8th. The full story is posted at wvmetronews.com. Investigators with the state fire marshal's office are working to determine the cause of a deadly fire in Wayne County. Officials say a man was killed in a Thursday morning fire in Lavalette. Part of Route 152 was closed during the fire response. A woman who neighbors helped escape from a burning home in Mason County has now died. That fire Thursday morning in Gallup Police Ferry. Emergency officials say a man who was also rescued there was being treated for burn injuries at a hospital in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. An Ohio man faces up to 15 years in prison when he's sentenced later this year for a carjacking in Lewis County from more than four years ago. 38-year-old Ryan Ashley Hubbs from Harris, Ohio, was in federal court Thursday to enter a guilty plea to the charge, admitting to stealing a Honda CRV outside a pharmacy in Weston in October of 2016. After that, Hubbs allegedly caused a wreck in Marion County that killed 64-year-old David Glasscock and 65-year-old Sandra Glasscock. Hubbs was charged with murder in Marion County, charges that were later tossed because he had pled guilty to robbery in Lewis County state charges and is serving time for that, raising questions about double jeopardy. The federal charge followed the dismissal of the murder counts, the federal charge of carjacking. The city of Westover in Montegalia County is again being sued for allegations of police brutality. The second lawsuit filed this month comes from a man named William Cox. The second lawsuit filed in the past year comes from a man named William Cox who claims two Westover police officers beat him and then arrested him on false charges in August of 2019. One of the officers named in Cox's lawsuit was previously accused of using excessive force on a man pulled out of a Westover home on New Year's Day 2019. The full complaint is at the website wvmetronews.com. In other news, today is Inauguration Day here in West Virginia. 
A ceremony is set for this afternoon, the second inauguration ceremony for Governor Jim Justice. Justice began his first term on Monday after being sworn in early that morning in a private ceremony. The governor beginning his second term in office and his first as a Republican. Justice was elected in November 2016 as a Democrat, but joined the Republican Party the following August. Justice used his first address to present big plans for the state, this year's ceremony happening as the coronavirus pandemic continues. The ceremony will begin at 1 on the north side of the state capitol building. Metro News will have live coverage at its website. I'm Alex Thomas, WVMetroNews.com. Today's ceremony will also include the ceremonial swearing-in of Secretary of State Mac Warner, State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, State Treasurer Riley Moore, State Auditor J.B. McCuskey, Agriculture Commissioner Kent Leonhart and State Supreme Court Justices Tim Armstead, William Wooten and John Hutchinson. Elsewhere, members of Marion County's Board of Education meet later this morning. Marion County's school system is currently the only school system in West Virginia not offering at least some in-person instruction to students now or at least moving in that direction within the coming days, a mandate from the State Board of Education. The Marion County plan keeps all schools on remote learning. When the county is orange or red on the State Department of Health and Human Resources daily county alert system map. Those are the highest levels for coronavirus spread and Marion County is orange today. Overall, 15 counties are officially red today, but all counties remain red when you look just at infection rates. Virus hospitalizations statewide are down to levels right now not seen since late November. However, because of what Governor Justice says is demand on WVU Medicine Hospital facilities in both Morgantown and Clarksburg. Fairmont Regional Medical Center is being put into use as a COVID surge hospital with plans for up to 42 patient beds. The governor says active COVID-19 cases in Marion, Harrison, and Montagalia counties account for nearly 17% of all of the active cases right now in the Mountain State. The recent COVID surge is exceeding inpatient capacity at WVU Hospital and the United Hospital Center in Clarksburg. Many individuals are delaying care because there are no beds available. Electo closed Fairmont Regional last year. However, a partnership between the state and WVU Medicine has kept part of that site operational since then. Thank you, Shauna. Still ahead, Governor Jim Justice makes his case to get more coronavirus vaccines into West Virginia. And then Kyle Wiggs will join us at the check on sports as the Mountaineer basketball team is ready to head back into action this weekend. Those stories and more are still ahead. Show us what you got in your most recent hunting and fishing trip. The Ram Trophy Photo Contest is up and running at the outdoors page of WVMetroNews.com. We want to see you add your trophy pictures to the collection, whether it's that big buck you've been after, that monster bass you caught last spring, or your kid's first squirrel. If it's a trophy to you, it's a trophy to us. Prizes awarded monthly in a random drawing of all entries. Upload your pics at the outdoors page of WVMetroNews.com. The Ram Trophy Photo Contest from Metro News and Ram Trucks, made for those who stand apart.
Your source for what's happening in West Virginia is WVMetroNews.com. Get the latest statewide news, including COVID-19 updates, sports reports from WVU, Marshall, and your local high school team. Explore the great outdoors with Chris Lawrence. Read Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary and catch up on your favorite Metro News programs and podcasts. Stay informed anytime, anywhere at WVMetroNews.com. The most trusted news source in the Mountain State. Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Virginia. Kyle Wiggs will join us in a moment on sports. Right now in our backgrounder, Governor Jim Justice making his case to get more doses of the coronavirus vaccine. The governor already speaking with Jeff Zients, the nation's new coronavirus czar, about that distribution of doses. And the governor stressing to Zients the need for the vaccine in West Virginia as other states face similar issues of getting doses. We hear more from the governor in our backgrounder. I said, Jeff, today, right this minute as we're speaking, if I had the vaccines, I can maybe save somebody's life today. And so, Jeff, you've got to some way get us more vaccines. Now, we just received 23,000 and change this week in vaccines. I said, Jeff, our great National Guard and health departments and everything tell me unequivocally that we can get in the arms 120,000 a week and we got 23,000. Now, we're doing you the best job of anybody in the nation. And I'm telling you, Jeff, we need 120,000 a week. And in all honesty, you know, we may not get more than 23, but you'll never get 120,000 if you don't ask for it. And you don't tell him absolutely unequivocally we can do it. Well, that's what I did. And then he turned around and I said, he said, I, he said, Governor, if you were to have all the supply that you wanted, tell me how fast you could get shots in every single person above the age of 65. And I said, Jeff, without any question whatsoever, all you would have to do is let me show you. But really, if we had an unlimited supply of vaccines, on September, I'm sorry, on February the 7th, they'd be done. They'd be done. Every person in our state would have their first shot on February the 7th or before. West Virginia outpacing much of the nation on available doses being used. About 73% of all shots received have been administered. To the sports desk now, Kyle Wiggs is in. Kyle, the Mountaineers will step back onto the court tomorrow. Yeah, we're hoping. It's been two weeks, and West Virginia, as of now, it looks like it's a go for West Virginia to play at Kansas State tomorrow. Mountaineers had three games postponed. They're looking forward to getting the season resumed at K-State tomorrow. Marshall's basketball team plays tonight and tomorrow at Florida International. FIU 8-6 and six overall. Of course, Marshall 7-4 and four coming off back-to-back losses to Western Kentucky in Conference USA. Thanks, Cal. Join me tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock when I have West Virginia Outdoors, both on Metro News radio stations statewide and streaming at WVMetroNews.com. Time now for the day's commentary. Here's the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, on his first day in office, President Joe Biden released his national strategy for the COVID-19 response 
and pandemic preparedness. One of the seven parts of the plan calls for a safe, effective, and comprehensive vaccination campaign. Well, hopefully the new administration will do a better job distributing the life-saving vaccines because the rollout at the federal level to date has been a failure. Health officials in West Virginia and across the country have been severely limited in getting shots in arms because they cannot get the promised number of doses. Not even close. The chaos was highlighted recently by the Washington Post when it reported that then Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar's plan to release doses held in reserve for the second shot failed because no such reserve existed. The Post reported now health officials across the country who had anticipated their extremely limited vaccine supply as much as doubling beginning this week are confronting the reality that their allocations will remain largely flat. In West Virginia, the impact is dramatic. The state requested and was expecting 100,000 doses this week, but it received only 23,000. Meanwhile, the state has followed the CDC recommendations for expanding the age groups available to get shots. The result is predictable. Thousands more West Virginians are trying to get shots, and the demand is far outpacing the supply. Older West Virginians trying to call health departments and clinics to schedule vaccinations are met with constant busy signals, even after calling dozens and dozens of times. Many who manage to get through are then told there are no more doses. West Virginia Bureau of Senior Services Commissioner Robert Roswell said, I understand the frustration. Don't give up, he said. Health departments are working on this as quickly as they can. But health departments are not set up to handle hundreds of calls, and they have quickly become overwhelmed. Some of the larger health departments have added staff to field calls, but smaller facilities are just swamped. DHHR Secretary Bill Crouch announced this week the state will soon have in place a centralized registration system. Now, that should help to better organize the distribution, but the vaccinations will still be severely limited until West Virginia can get more doses. Governor Jim Justice and his COVID-19 task force members have been pressing Washington for more vaccine, but they're getting the same answer as when folks get through to their local health department. They don't have the doses. Despite the shortage of vaccines and the strain on the distribution system, West Virginia is still doing better than nearly every other state in getting shots in arms. That tells you how poorly the operation is working in most of the country. However, if you are a West Virginian waiting for a shot or trying to get through to the health department, the commendable national statistic is not much of a consolation. Chris. Thanks, Hop. You can join Hoppy at 10 to noon today for Metro News Talk Line, heard on Metro News Radio statewide and also streaming live at WVMetroNews.com. Now with our weather forecast for the Mountain State, aside from a chance for snow showers in the Northeast Mountains on this Friday, it's going to be fairly quiet in the weather department. Expect high pressure to build in today. Continuing tranquil weather patterns will follow into the weekend, high pressure settling in. The temperatures will continue to be slightly below seasonable as cold northerly air flows in our way. Unsettled weather and that southerly flow is then anticipated for Sunday into the beginning of the upcoming work week and warmer air and precipitation will overrun us at that time. And now you're up to date. Have yourself a great day and a great weekend. For Hobby Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Shauna Johnson, I'm Chris Lawrence on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.